1: Ladies, gentlemen, geeks of all ages, you are now entering BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Welcome. Yeah, welcome to BJ Shea's Geek Nation. I am the Reverend in Fuego. Across from me is Vicky Barcelona. Hello. No show namesake. BJ Shea is on assignment, but running the boards is Joey D. What have you done with him, Rev? I don't know what's going on. Are you hiding him in your closet? Uh, according to the MCU, he's in Tahiti. Oh.
2: That sounds nice. (laughs) Yeah, probably.
1: Uh, On today's show, I will talk with Garrett Von Kallenbach about some video game news. We will talk about The Matrix 4 and Indiana Jones 5. What? Vicky is going to talk about Rise of Skywalker because she finally saw it. I saw it in the month of
3: January, so I still win.
1: All right, fine then. Vicky, of course we're going to get the geek sheet with you, but how can people get a hold of us?
3: Get a hold of us via our website, BJGeekNation.com, because it's going to have all our blogs, podcasts, and... And more. 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 Or just BJ <laughs> Geek Nation on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, radio.com, and iTunes.
1: Absolutely. And a good way to uh, help us out is to give us some reviews. If you do so on whichever thing that you're listening to us on, give us a five star review. And then also uh, give us an actual, like, written review. If you do that, take a screenshot, send us an email at BJGeekNation at gmail.com. We will send you a comic book, a completely and random comic book completely and random a completely random comic book you can speak uh sometimes and uh, inside of that also we'll have a little placard that has BJ Shay's geek nation our little logo on that and uh, signed by us we've sent some out there uh previously and it's just a good way for us to say hey you know we appreciate you doing uh, a little work for us I dig it I love I just love the fact that we do Get people that uh, send us messages, uh, w- any ways that they interact with us. Be these reviews. sending us an email. Send us a Facebook pay- uh, message, which the Facebook page is back.
3: Yes. Hooray. You can
1: search BJ Shay's Geek Nation, and it comes up. So yep,
3: It's not just BJ anymore.
1: <laughs> just uh, Yeah. Oh, I love the internet. Uh. Let's get to uh, Gareth right now, because, well, there's a lot of video game news going out there, and there is some drama going on uh, (laughs) in some major company stuff. So without any further ado, let's get with Gareth. Gareth von Kallenbach, who joins us from Skewed and Reviewed. That is sknr.net. Weekly, Gareth, we talk to you about all sorts of things, including movies and video games. And on the video game front, man, there is some controversy uh, around uh, Blizzard and Warcraft 3 Reformed.
4: Yeah. Now, you know, and the sad thing is I've been reading a lot of people on the comments and they're like, they just can't seem to get out of their own way. I mean, a few <laughs> years ago, they basically went to us and other people in the media and essentially said we weren't welcome at BlizzCon anymore under press credentials uh, because they're favoring streamers and mm-hmm. social influencers and stuff like that, even though people had, you know, covered them from day one. And they don't seem to grasp that when you alienate certain aspects, you're not going to be able to get good coverage down the road or have people willing to stand up for you. And, like, you know, we talked a couple of years ago about the disaster at BlizzCon when the only thing they announced was that reskin Chinese mobile game. So last year they tried to, you know, rebound with, oh, hey, we've got a new Overwatch, and we've got Diablo 4, and, you know, there was some interest. Well, we also had all those layoffs, and oh, then there's a yeah. new guy in charge, and the perception for uh, that the new guy only cares about money and not about the quality of the product. So, as you know, Warcraft 3 reforged. They put it out, and apparently it's an absolute unmitigated disaster <laughs>
2: to the point <laughs> no. where
4: people want refunds, and then it comes out that on their forums, they were banning people who were actually trying to assist other foreign members with here's how you go about getting a refund. Oh no. So then they finally basically said, well, it was kind of like a non-apology. Here's how to get your refund. And it's like, you know, this used to be a company that every single thing they released was a buy site unseen. And now it's, I mean, literally I I'm to the point where I just simply don't care anymore. I, I don't, my enthusiasm for Diablo four is next to none because it's like, I just don't want to support the the company in the way they're doing things. Uh, yeah, I, You know, I got tired of overwatch really quick. i am not, you know, I just don't like the direction they're going and hopefully they'll turn it around. Diablo four will be a nice return to form and we can, you know, move onward. But, not right now.
1: And that's one of the worst things about all of this. I mean, it's just the fact that, yeah, if something doesn't work out or you get a little bit of a uh, a blowback from people who are mad for whatever reason, and for Warcraft 3 Reforged, there's a lot of reasons. I mean, going down to people can't play the old way uh, that they were playing, uh, all, all the way down to Blizzard owning the maps that uh, players create. It just seems like everything is handled well, I mean badly. and so hopefully like you said, this will bring something around and maybe they'll kind of open their eyes a little bit that they can't really be doing a lot of stuff like this. and uh, hopefully uh, time will tell on that. Uh, moving on from that, tell us about some of the uh, some of the games that are coming out.
4: Yeah, well, right now we've got Zombie Army 4, Dead War, which came out uh, the other day. The beautiful thing about this is they've taken, uh, for those that aren't familiar with the series, you can play Zombie Army Trilogy, which we've talked about, Mm -hmm. which was a spinoff from the Sniper Elite series. And the idea is is that it's basically the end of World War II, and in a last-ditch effort, uh, Adolf summoned the forces of evil to <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> run rampant and try to do things. And you're basically, uh, part of, you can play up to four player co-op and, you know, traditionally you have a sniper weapon, a pistol, um, you can get some explosives. And then of course you have either a machine gun or a shotgun and you have to kind of scrounge for your, um, Ammunition on the way so what they did this time out was they took all of those elements we have even better graphics even better physics, but they've added things that we haven't seen in the series before all kinds of new creatures, then you have the ability to customize your weapons which had never been done before Ooh. so you can kind of you know make it a little more toward your uh personal play style you have more things other than exploding barrels like steam vents and things electrical grenades which kind of act like a taser Ooh. and it's still in the world war ii setting but uh you know you can level up now you get things like that you go up level so you have a much better uh overall experience you can still do it solo you can do it up to four players Or they have the horde mode that if you just want to practice, which is basically wave after wave comes at you until either you clear them all off or until you drop.
1: (laughs) That always sounds fun. I mean, I love those sort of games. And I mean, that's one of the things that made like, you know, Call of Duty a resurgence with that was the zombie mode. So it's fun to have that sort of thing. Exactly, and uh, let's talk about the PlayStation Five. What news do we have so far? I mean i like I've said before, I just bought a PlayStation four, so why not put out the PlayStation five
4: right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, uh, a lot of people believe that a uh, an, a formal announcement is imminent. We know that it's due out this holiday season. We know as we've talked about. They're not going to be at E3 and they're doing their own thing. But this has come from uh, some people, eagle-eyed people on Reddit and saw that essentially there was an official page in the U.K. and Germany. And so Ooh. they're kind of implying, we, we've always speculated that what you might see is a live, a live stream event later this month because that is similar to what they did for the PlayStation 4. We got a live stream event in February saying, okay, yep, we got a PlayStation 4, here it is, but we got the look of it and the price at E3. Now, since they're not doing E3, we're kind of saying we're due for the live stream event. We did hear a really interesting piece of news the other day. Uh, apparently, uh, Sony is content to wait until Microsoft essentially tips their hand, does their formal reveal. And names their price point before Sony says, "All right, this is going to be our price point."
1: Oh, so kind of playing the uh, the longer game on that one. The uh, wait, allow me to retort, sort of way.
4: Exactly, and that's what happened if, if you know people think back when they made the announcement at E three. So uh, Microsoft was up first. Sony followed him, and Microsoft went out there, and you know, remember it had to have the Kinect and everything attached to it, and always on, mm-hmm. and said four ninety nine ninety nine. <laughs> and we found out later, like Sony execs who were rehearsing for their presentation later that, uh, after, well, it was actually early evening, they literally said they stopped and started running up and down the aisles, high fiving each other because they knew they were going to announce three ninety nine ninety nine, and they said we knew we had them right there. <laughs> oh man! Launching at a hundred dollars less, we've got the explosives. And, you know, they've outsold it considerably Mm -hmm. higher. So it'll be interesting to see how this... And then, you know, Microsoft makes this announcement the other day that we see Google and Amazon as our chief competition going forward. It's like, you're not paying attention to the industry trends. I mean, PS5 is supposed to sell phenomenally well. So we'll see.
1: And it's fun to just kind of speculate on those terms and have some fun with it. But it's really going to come down to the games and I mean, PlayStation has always been phenomenal with those exclusives. So uh, we'll have to see where that goes when it, when that all comes uh, to be.
4: Yeah, exactly. And they you know, and the VR compatibility is carrying yeah. over too. So
1: that's a, and I think that's a big one now. I think VR it, it's almost been fatty at this point. You know, in terms of just like, is it going to stay? Is it just going to be like another you know, 3D television sort of thing? But I really feel that it's coming to its own at this point.
4: It is, and the newer. There's rumors that there's a newer version of the headset coming down the road, uh, nice. you know, a couple of years out, higher frame rates. But the thing is, I, I know it's been delayed a little bit, but I got to play Iron Man VR. That's a lot of fun. And I'm thinking when that thing comes out, it's going to be hysterical. Uh, you know, videos of people standing there trying to, you know, fly like Tony Stark, blasting everything. But it was tons of fun to play.
1: And I mean, there's, I I, know, I don't know if it's uh, for the PlayStation VR or not, but the Walking Dead VR has been getting phenomenal reviews, so I'm kind of excited to check that one out too.
4: Exactly, and then, you know, everybody's sitting here going, we know Half-Life Alex is for PC-based VR, but then they point out they did eventually come around and start releasing stuff for the PlayStation 3, so... Would it be too much of a stretch to see Alex eventually down the road come to PSVR?
1: Yeah, right. I mean, if everyone starts to play nice, we'll have to see if that ever happens. But, you know. (laughs) Uh, Exactly. And then, yeah, actually, and uh, The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners will be available for PSVR. I just looked that up to make sure uh, soon. Uh, Finally, one of of the games that I, I, I don't necessarily... I, I'm not mad about, um, but I haven't gotten back into, but maybe this may be the reason is Fallout 76. We talked about tumultuous uh, releases and just dealing with stuff with Blizzard. Uh, Bethesda really did have an issue with uh, with this game that's been out for less than a year now, right? Or is it, oh, just a little bit over a year now.
4: A and, little over a year, but. 14, 15 months, if I remember right.
1: Yeah, and one of the big things that was a big calling card for Fallout 76 and the original thing was like, there's no uh, player NPCs, there's no uh, like like human NPCs because the whole place has been uh, taken out. There's a mystery surrounding that. You have robots and you have super mutants, all those other things. But now with the new DLC, it looks like we are getting human NPCs in the game.
4: Absolutely. Now, it's coming out in April on April 7th. It's called ah. Wasteland. It is a totally free expansion, and the great thing about it is they've improved it considerably since it launched, but, you know, I was going around on my own. I was going around in a group, and we kind of <laughs> got to the place where we launched a nuke, and after that, it was kind of like, all right, what am I going to do now, yep. and, you know, wandering around, and occasionally I'd poke back in, and, eh, look, same and then right back out. Well, this time out, as you mentioned, we're going to get human NPCs with fully scripted dialogue. You can choose to befriend them. Ooh. You can choose to betray them. These are some of the things that we've been told will happen. You're going to get new creatures. You're going to get new gear. And then on top of it, you're going to get a whole new quest and a re, they, I don't know which one uh, this is, but they're going to reimagine or retheme one of the old quests. And so, you know, I'm guessing the old and the new will probably be hand in hand in some way. But, you know, they haven't given up on this. They've continued to say, (laughs) we know there were problems. Let's do this. Um, You know, people will tell you flat out it's much better now than it was at launch. And they continue to say, what more can we add to it? And this is a prime example of people want to. Human NPCs, you got it. People wanted more questions to do, done. You want more things to shoot at, done. And, uh, you know, and then you can't argue with the price.
1: Yeah, I mean, free is free, and free is awesome, and I mean, anything that adds to this game, which I mean, I have a massive soft spot in my heart for Fallout, and uh, if anyone has seen my Steampunk steampunk bar at home, they understand that, because I've got the, uh, the, the plasma rifle and the, the gun just uh, hanging out in there. So, I'm Always happy to see that they're listening and that, you know, I I love all of what they're doing with this. So hopefully this will not be a Blizzard thing with Bethesda, but it'll actually be them listening and this will be an awesome content drop. Gareth, thank you so much again. Uh, Gareth von Kallenbach from Skewed and Reviewed. That is sknr.net. Get all of your news from comic books, from toys, video games, hardware, gear, so much more. Thank you much, bud. Anytime. Take care. Thank you, Gareth and Joe. I don't know how much you know about the Warcraft 3 Reforged debacle, but... Whoa, I know a lot. Yeah, I know, and it's just like with Gareth talking about what's going down and uh, them basically calling it Warcraft 3 Refunded at this point and just the, what what they were doing with it. It just seemed like a really, really bad idea.
2: Yeah, it's so weird. I had All my friends were so pumped to play the game but the combination of them not doing a new engine or anything and wanting people to play on the old Warcraft why that game's all ancient yeah. why would you do that you can you could update it so easily it seemed to me and they did a side by side comparison of the gameplay dude and it looks like someone just put shadows on all the characters and they're like oh it's new send it out it's i'm like new. what are yeah. you guys doing and the oh god Oh, One us. of the lowest
1: Metacritic scores ever.
2: Yeah, and, ever. You know, and good on them for, you know, making up for it and refunding people. Yeah. I mean, that's a good thing to do. But at the same time, man, they spent a lot of years on this. Yeah. Yeah, so that's not amazing. Uh, let's talk a little bit of
1: movie news. And Vicky, let's start with you. Yes. And seeing Rise of Skywalker. Oh. Yeah. Uh,
3: it, it was one of those, like, I went to my friend's house, and he's like, wait, you haven't seen it yet? We were supposed to watch Witcher that day? And he's like, nope, nope. Like, Pull out your phone. We're buying tickets.
2: <laughs> Wait, so you did go see it with your dad?
3: No, I didn't end up going to see it with my dad. Oh, oh has your dad thing? seen it yet? I don't think so. Oh, we got man. we got like my little my little brother. We got we got a little baby. And I feel you. I don't think he would have sat through well, Rise of Skywalker too well.
1: <laughs> well, congratulations, you did sit through it. Yes. One question though, since you haven't seen it with your father, and I
3: don't know how you guys reviewed it. I just know that Joe got really, really. Uh, Uppity, but nerd-ragy. also yeah, nerd ragey, Yeah. yeah.
1: And, and and BJ was very apologetic on it. I want to know, do you think that you will go back and see it with your dad in the theaters or is this going to be something that eh, maybe you'll just check out later maybe like on demand or at home or something like that?
2: I
3: think I'll watch it definitely on demand because I think I kind of want to go back and watch all of the other movies and kind of see ah, how okay, it ties okay. in. I am not like a giant Star Wars like nerd. I mm-hmm. am a fan. I've seen all the other newer movies. I've seen the like the first three that came out, and I haven't seen any of the uh, the prequels, if you will. I've seen bits and pieces of memes and crap. Wow, really? Yeah. So like, I know what happens. I know the main gist. Um, but the like graphics are amazing. The fight scenes are awesome. I've always kind of had a crush on Adam Driver, but like, I totally hated him. Like, this in the last three movies, just how, like, whiny and annoying he was. And mm-hmm. I have to give him credit because, like, I honestly could tell the difference between, you know, Kylo and Ben.
1: Yeah, yeah. I could
3: definitely feel that difference. So I was like, okay, well, good on him. He did a really good job. Overall, I had a fun time. It was, like, it did what it needed to do. It entertained me. Like,
1: And I think that's one of the things, too. With, like, someone like BJ, with Joe and myself, we're so just immersed in Star Wars lore and looking down at all the, like, uh, especially these last movies, and, I mean, I still really love The Last Jedi, um, but The Force Awakens and Rise of Skywalker did nothing for me. Yeah. yeah. And so to see somebody who isn't as, and not to discount you, but no. you self-admittedly not as much of a fan of these things, being like, no, this a, was fun.
3: I'm not a Star Wars nerd. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, a, you know, a fan of the yeah. movies. Like and I think that's that's totally fair. You can be a fan. That's it. Kind of gets into the whole like. Well, you're not a real fan if you don't read the books. I'm like, I'm a real fan of the movies. Yeah,
1: oh. you can be you can be a fan and a real fan of anything, no matter how casual you want to say or how invested like
3: you get into it. So yeah. I'm like, I like the movies. If they come out with more, I'm going to watch the other ones. I'm gonna, I watch I watched the Mandalorian and I love the Mandalorian. I will probably mm-hmm. watch everything they put out. Right. Uh, my friend wants to go through and watch all the, the other stuff in between the animated series and stuff. So that might have to be something I do soon. Um, but I'm like, if you hated it, that makes sense. I And that was fine. even like
1: BJ's review. If you go back and listen to that, he was like, I understand mm-hmm. why you have problems with this, but it is still, I love it. And I'm not going to discount anyone for hating it. The thing I'm going to hate about is when somebody is just like, oh, you should hate this because X reason. It's like, that's your opinion. And we're good on your opinion.
3: The thing I think, I, the thing I think I like the most about this movie is that it wrapped up something for me that never made sense in the other ones for me. Uh-huh. Is the whole Ben like being like, "Oh, we're connected, we're connected," and I don't know if it had anything to do with the fact like maybe they're related, so it's kind of weird that he's so like obsessed with Ray, mm-hmm. Kylo being obsessed with Ray. It's like, well, we're connected, we're connected. It's like, okay, you're just being a creepy dude right now, but <laughs> it does make sense because with the Force, it is a balance. Yeah, and them being connected. Make sense at the like finally at the very end that they both yeah. have fought those good and bad feelings and the fact that I'm sure a lot of people got mad like oh how did he turn into Ben all of a sudden like I it felt natural to me I'm sure it probably didn't for other people but
1: and sometimes like, like sometimes a switch will be flipped and yeah. people will realize whatever's happening is happening and you know who knows
3: it's but that it's also like you I believe that people can be connected not necessarily by force or you know whatever. Mm-hmm mini-chlorians or whatever they are (laughs) Uh, but like i I do feel that like that sometimes like you have somebody in your life that balances you out and you're not sure why you're drawn to this person whether it's a friend family member significant other so that that made sense and i'm glad that you know spoiler alert he's he dies so like it's not like a whole love story per se like that whole kiss at the end felt right like we finally made we did it and then we're done. Yeah, and like I, I like that it wasn't necessarily a love story. Right on, right on. That's just me. Mm-hmm. Awesome.
1: Moving on to some other movie news. Did you know Harrison Ford's coming back to uh, Indiana Jones?
3: Because what else is he not like? <laughs> that's all he's doing right now. It's like I think I think Indiana is Jones. Yeah. Star Wars. Well, and I
1: think at this point maybe he just wants to kill off the character. I think we made that before made that uh, thing before. It's like, hey, maybe Indy can just you know get killed by his son. I think ah, gosh. Seen-
3: The new, uh, what was it? The the Runner, Blade Runner, new movie? Did he Uh, die in that one?
1: 2049? I don't think so. Okay, I was going to say,
3: I'm like, he's doing it all. (laughs)
1: It's just ending them all. Um, Well, it looks like he is back. Uh, producer Kathleen Kennedy has confirmed that Harrison will be back for Indiana Jones 5. They said they're still working on getting a script where they want it to be, but it is coming along. It is not a reboot. It's a continuation and she says Harrison cannot wait and Steven Spielberg is directing the movie and, is, is, and it's expected to be in theaters in July of 2021, but if they're still working on the script, who knows how that's going to work out.
2: Mm. Yeah. Can he just come back as a force ghost? <laughs> That'd be funny. I don't, I don't know if I Handle, do, he couldn't ah, even run in the in the third or whatever in the seventh movie. How in the heck is he going to play Indiana Jones? I don't know. Oh man, maybe it'll be like the Sam Elliott spot uh, with him in Little Nas X, where they just use uh, <laughs> stunt doubles and CGI. gonna say, or maybe they put him in a wheelchair, like a futuristic wheelchair.
3: I'm like looking to <laughs> see like what were his popular movies when he was younger, besides you know the mm-hmm. obvious ones, but like the Fugitive Witness. Fugitive was good. Uh, Air Force One. So Air Force we, One was good. When are we getting the remakes or the uh, sequels or <laughs> prequels to these movies? I need to know.
1: Well, another sequel that's coming out that I'm super excited about. 17 years after The Matrix Revolutions, The Matrix 4 is shooting now. Wow. Yes. Carrie Ann Moss is back. Keanu Reeves is back. They uh, IndieWire actually had a uh, post about this and uh, it looks like they were filming <laughs> in San Francisco and it's kind of weird because when you see Keanu, he doesn't look Look very Neo. He's uh wearing jeans and a beanie. and uh, So he's
3: looking very Keanu.
1: Yeah. So everyone's kind of speculating what's going on. Is this going to be like where they're going to be doing anything along these lines? Jada Pinkett Smith is going to be back. And I'm just wondering, like, is this him getting coffee in the Matrix land, or what's going
2: on with this, I don't even know, or maybe they're just gonna CG him later. Yeah, I don't, the don't best know. part about this Matrix series is redoing it's not that difficult, since it's a Gen- essentially a generated worlds. So yeah. Yeah. you mm-hmm. could just say, oh, so was the other one. Or, oh, we're going back to the uh, when the computers have taken over and they can do whatever they want and you'd be like, yeah. well, I can believe that because everything was fake before anyways.
1: And how the movie ended, they came to terms and it was like, well, we're going to keep the humans here but if they want to go out uh, the machines, the robots aren't going to force them to stay in. They're not going to kill them. They're not going to flush them and do whatever was going on with that. So it'll be interesting to see where they go with that. Uh, one person who won't be back, who apparently is severing all his ties with all of the franchises well, he's that he's doing. No, no. Oh, God. I don't know if he's back though. I don't know for sure, but uh, Hugo Weaving definitely will not be back as Agent Smith.
3: I mean, you, ugh, I don't care. Yeah. And, uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like he just
3: seems like such a jerk as an actor, like in all this stuff I've, like interviews and stuff I've heard from him and all like, well, I don't want to go back to that. It and,
1: wasn't him being a jerk about this. Uh, it was really just because of a scheduling conflict. Uh. He said he was in touch with director Lana Wachowski, but in the end, uh, they decided to just push on ahead without him. And it was based on other shooting things. Oh
2: man, I don't so, know how that's going to work out if they don't have him. He was such a, a but iconic. here's the deal:
1: you can Bad just, th- I mean, you're just talking about a computer generated world. Agent Smith was a computer generated thing. He was destroyed ultimately because he was the virus that took over everything. You can regenerate him as a different person, or maybe they can get Ross Markhand back who played Red Skull in Endgame oh. taking over for Hugo Weaving and he can just Ross can just be I mean <laughs> he can just be Hugo Weaving for like his
2: stunt double for the rest of everything I love it but okay let's <laughs> well, say you can, they can't get him back right who yeah. would you want to be the new bad like AI A- like an Agent Smith yeah. person well,
3: would you like to see the IMDB who they have so far some of them are rumored okay like actor wise like we have Carrie Ann Moss obviously mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Is They don't say who he's going to be. He just uh, is going to be in this. Could be a
1: human or a program. Right. Uh, I could see him as being like another Mernovigian oh, as well, yeah. too. Uh, like, that would be fun. We
3: also have a really awesome actor, Yahya. Uh, I believe that's how you pronounce his name. Abdul uh, Mateen II. What is he in? He was in Aquaman as well ah. as Watchmen. He played Cal. Oh, really? Yep. He was also... uh, That'd be cool. Was it the Black Manta?
2: Yeah. Black uh, Mamba or... Manta. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Manta. 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 (laughs) I figured out who I wanted to be. (laughs) Henry Caval. Cavill. 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 Dude, he would be such a good Agent Smith, like just completely deadpan.
1: Yeah, and you know what? Seeing him like whoop ass in uh, Mission Impossible, yeah. like just like dressed up, and he's just like when he just like does that flex, and he's just like getting ready to whoop ass. Ooh, yeah. All the, right, yeah. One of
3: my future ex husbands is going to be in this. Jason more? No, Max uh, Rymelt. Which, if you watched the movie or the show Sense Eight, also done by the Wachowskis, uh, he was Wolfgang.
1: Ah, oh, nice. Oh, interesting. In
3: him. Uh, Jonathan Groff, which you probably don't know who he is, but you've heard his voice. If you've seen Frozen, he played Kristoff.
2: Thanks, um, Frozen. Yeah, and uh, right. Jessica right.
3: Henwick, who played one of the Sand Sisters, and she was also in Iron Fist, that show you totally loved to watch. We <laughs> all loved Iron Fist for
2: about two minutes. The and second. that's when the, the logo came on. Okay,
3: okay. The, okay. I'm the like, second mm. season was better. All right, Not the, great, but better. The
2: bar was just so high for the
1: second season. <laughs> <laughs> well, let us know your fan theories and fan castings for The Matrix 4. I'm very excited for this movie. Maybe I'll go back and watch the uh, Blu-ray. But uh, first, got to get to... The Geek Sheet with Vicky B. Vicky, what's going on? I think there's like a cool movie coming out this week.
3: I mean, there is. What's uh, that? I mean, I don't know how cool it's going to be. I need to watch it first to really give you an opinion. But as of <laughs> now, it is getting 89% Birds of Prey and oh. the Fantabulous Emancipation of the One of one Harley Quinn.
1: I almost got it there. Yep. I mean, it's a really long subtitle on that one. But yeah, a lot of people are really stoked about Birds of Prey. I mean, if it's getting 89%. That's cool, because it's a DC movie, and sometimes those, like, will just... go... Yeah, they'll just, like, kind of poo on them real quick on that end.
3: I know a lot of people are like, um, Harley Quinn doesn't dress as sexy in this one. I'm like, uh... So? So? <laughs> Does that have to do with the plot?
1: <laughs> well, for some people, yes. But uh, I just love the fact that I've been seeing some uh, some of the fan art already out there for mm-hmm. like Black Canary and uh, some of the other characters. And it's really cool when the actors uh, kind of lose their mind uh-huh. about it because they're like, oh, my God, this is so cool. So it seems like. Uh, Like, at least there's a a love from the actors who are doing this movie.
3: Right. Like, it's like a love for their characters. And I feel like Margot Robbie, for sure, and like a uh, Ryan Reynolds, for example, they really, really love the material. They love the character. They do their research and they really kind of get into it, which is nice to see compared to maybe like, oh, you know, I just did this because they were going to give me money. Mm hmm. It's like, I don't care about this. It's like, cool, bro.
1: And if you're a fan of Fortnite, they're adding a Harley Quinn skin to celebrate the release of Birds of Prey. Money, you say. Yeah, yeah, right. And actually, it was available as of yesterday. So a good uh, thing for you to go pick up.
3: There is another movie, and it's got uh, one of our favorite hobbits in it.
1: Uh, um, Elijah Wood. Okay, okay.
3: And let me see. I I need to say the title of this name Mm
1: -hmm. with a certain inflection. Okay.
3: Come to Daddy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow! You try it. Uh, come to daddy.
3: I was trying to be all creepy because it's a oh. horror movie. Oh, it's a horror movie. I <laughs> thought maybe it was something else. Along was <laughs> like,
1: come to daddy. There you go. All Joe. right, yeah. Uh, all right, butthead. Come to daddy.
3: <laughs> oh, that was actually not bad. Uh, yes, the movie is called Come to Daddy. It is currently ninety-two percent on the Tomato Meter. Obviously, no audience score yet. That's only fifty-three uh, votes or uh, reviews, excuse me, so far. Uh, apparently, it was, like, showed at a bunch of different places. It's apparently at Norville Greenwood, which is Elijah Wood's character. A privileged man-child arrives at the beautiful remote coastal cabin of his estranged father, who he hasn't seen in 30 years. He quickly discovers that not only is dad a disapproving jerk, he also has a shady past that is rushing to catch up with him. Now hundreds of miles from his cushy comfort zone, Norville must battle with demons both real and perceived in order to reconnect with a father he barely knows.
1: Wow, I mean, apparently it's a horror movie, but that just doesn't sound too interesting to me. <laughs> it really does honest.
3: not, but the pictures do look.
1: I've seen, yeah, I've seen like the the poster of it, and it looks really messed oh up. Oh my god!
3: And his haircut is ridiculous. He almost looks like a friar, but with hair. <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> friar it's, with hair. Like I don't, I can't oh. explain it. It's like friar tuck, but not oh, or not like nothing. Yeah. Friar. What like you would a, call
1: a. Nerd haircut.
3: You know what? Traditional,
1: like Revenge of the Nerds type.
3: Have you seen Fifth Element? Yes. You know how there was the priest and his little companion? Yeah. Exact same haircut he has, and then he's got a mustache. So I feel like uh, (laughs) I saw a post recently. It's like Elijah Wood and Harry or uh, Harry Potter, uh, Daniel Radcliffe (laughs) are living their best life because they're famous in this fantasy type genre, and they made a crap ton of money, and I'm assuming still making money from those franchises. And now they're doing whatever the hell they want. They're not like literally, oh, you're only fantasy. No, they just do the quirkiest, weirdest crap they can get their hands on. And they're living their best life. So I think that's pretty cool. (laughs) Is that it for movies? Uh, There's another one. It looks like another horror movie called The Lodge. Uh, 79% on uh, Rotten Tomatoes there. I hope
1: it has something to do with beavers. They stay in lodges.
3: FYI. Is that what the... Wait, what? (laughs) Dams.
1: Never mind, never mind. What is the Lodge about?
3: A bone-chilling nightmare from the directors of Good Night, Mommy. Uh, the Lodge follows... Fa- I know, I can Come I to can't. Daddy. Good night, Mommy. Ma- Good night, Mommy. The
2: Bone Lodge.
3: <laughs> the Lodge follows a family who retreats to the remote winter cabin over the holidays, and when the father is forced to abruptly depart for work, he leaves his children, Aiden and Mia, in the care of his new girlfriend, Grace. Isolated and alone, a blizzard traps them inside the lodge as terrifying events summon specters from Grace's dark past.
1: Oh, oh! So it's The Shining.
3: I guess (laughs) Alicia Silverstone's in it. Well, I mean,
1: what's she been in lately? (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy, what is this getting on the old RT?
3: Oh, I just closed out of it because there's also one more Horse Girl, and I saw the trailer and I was just laughing because Horse Girl. I have an inside joke about horse girls, but Allison Breeze in it, and that does not uh, has forty seven percent. Ooh, it looks creepy. Uh, and uh, The Lodge is 79%.
1: Okay, so, I mean, at all of them, I think maybe Come to Daddy or Daddy's Home or whatever that one is, Daddy Dad's Daycare. Come to Daddy.
3: Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, until next time, guys, well. stay nerdy.
0: Your inner geek wants to come out and play.